Imagine knowing exactly what your students are learning and exactly which steps you need to take next. Join us in Down With The Reading Quiz to craft meaningful and productive formative assessments that move away from gotcha moments of basic recall and toward assessing what your students actually can do. In this 30-minute free masterclass, we'll share three powerful assessment keys that work for any novel at any time of the year. Head to shop.bravenewteaching.com slash masterclass to sign up, and we'll also send you a free workbook to keep track of all your notes. Once again, that's shop.bravenewteaching.com slash masterclass to nail formative assessments forever. Hey, Amanda. Hey, Marie. What are you up to later? Want to join me for happy hour? I'm all in. And guess what's amazing? Our listeners and friends of the podcast can also join us because Brave New Teaching Happy Hour has officially launched. Cheers. Cheers, everyone. We are officially hanging out a little bit longer after school with an extended extra private podcast feed just for you. Yes. Members of Happy Hour get extra 15 minutes of the podcast, give or take, because you know us, we run a little bit long. It's just kind of how we are. But if you would like to get in on this Happy Hour action, please join us. It is only $5 a month. Head to curriculumrehab.com slash happy hour and get yourself signed up because when you're there, Amanda, tell our friends what we do every month for our Happy Hour members. I think my favorite part is coming up with a new free resource for our listeners every month. And then we pretty much break down that resource and how to use it. We also like to have guests on to do extended episodes and even Q&A that's just for you about that resource. It's really exclusive and super private just for you. So if you are like us and you like hanging out, you like chit-chatting about all things that are teaching, teacher life, and everything under that umbrella, join us for happy hour and we will see you there. Bye. Bye. Well, hello and welcome back to Brave New Teaching and welcome to episode 100. Ah! Yay! Welcome, welcome to everybody who has been here since episode number one and all the way to those of you who just started today or last week at episode 99. We are so grateful for you, our listeners, because like a podcast is just a phone call if nobody listens to it. (laughs) That's so true. So Amanda and I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for being here with us. We are really excited to just kind of have like a celebration episode. We are going to talk to you about some of our most like favorite, favorite moments of putting together the podcast and just kind of what Brave New Teaching has become in general. And we're pretty pumped. Hi, everyone. I don't know if we've mentioned this yet, because I kind of do lose track of day and time relatively frequently. Um, But Marie and I are not only celebrating our 100th episode, but we have been asked to speak at the TPT conference this summer in Chicago. And we're going to talk about podcasting and this journey and what it's like and how it works, the ins and outs. And so we are so thrilled to be reuniting the two of us. I can't wait to squeeze your face and I just, to see you again, to be in Chicago is going to be so exciting. If you're in Chicago, come say hi to us, even though we probably don't care about anything other than each other. It's going to be a love fest. <laughs> I I mean, no, she said it. That was it. <laughs> that was it. She said it. 
we have we, a lot to be happy for. Yes. And we are, yeah. like I said before, this episode specifically is pretty celebratory. I mean, yes, it's self-indulgent and in that we're talking about ourselves and Brave New Teaching, but it's also because like we got to get even some of you to contribute to today's podcast episode and just talk about how this community has enriched your teaching practice and like pieces of your life. And we're really excited to play some of those recordings because uh, we would not be here, like I said before, without the big, huge community. So I think it is time for us to just dive in. What do you think? I think we need to do what we always do. I know. First, we have to cue the music. You're listening to Brave New Teaching, and we are so much more than a podcast. We give teachers the inspiration, support, and tools to challenge the status quo. I'm Amanda, and I'm a former English teacher from Illinois. And I'm Marie, and I'm a teacher from Southern California. Join us at bravenewteaching.com to find out more about our courses, festivals, and get every episode's show notes. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. All right, everybody. So we have been for the past four, this is now the fifth episode, counting down to episode 100 with our favorite 20-somethings, right? So you heard in episode 96, our favorite books to have in our classrooms for choice novels for just like a lot of different things, but like our most popular and our favorite classroom books. We, what did we do in the next one? Can we do this off the top strategies. of our heads? Yes, really we nerdy, talked about really nerdy, yeah. super nerdy instructional strategies. And then we started talking in episode 98 about teacher businesses that we admire. And then last week in episode 99, we talked about teacher social media and accounts that we love to follow and that we think you would love to follow. And today, we're going to talk through our 20 favorite moments of Brave New Teaching in general. And so some of them, I think many of you were there for and have like been around for. So we're hoping that you have like kind of some funness as well. And then some of them you might not know about at all, but you're going to just find out how incredibly bizarre Amanda and I are. We're really weird. And we're just kind of shocked that people are listening to how strange we are sometimes. Sometimes like when we were talking in episode 99 about like just kind of getting our our sea legs and social media in general. I was talking about how like I still do this sometimes where I'll go on my stories or I'll start vlogging and I'll get in my own head and be like, who gives a crap? <laughs> I'll be like, who cares? Who cares? <laughs> who cares about how I only had two cups of coffee instead of three today? But then like it's a connection point for like human connection. So I guess it does matter. It's just, I do have those moments of like, who cares? So when Amanda says like, we're still shocked that people are listening, it's because we're like, to us? Really? And, well, and I think that this episode, <laughs> it, I mean, it has nothing to do with teaching at all today. Zero. So if you're like here for the hardcore content, like love you, see ya. But like, really, I think that this episode for me and a lot of the episodes we do that are a little bit off the teaching path are just reminders that we're real humans. I, I think there's such a distortion with social media sometimes, even though we know about it and we're grown humans that we we know better, but we get we get sometimes those blinders on feeling like, Oh, well they can do it because there's something extraordinary or there's something different than what I can do. Or, you know, Marie and I are just too not, I wouldn't say normal people. Cause we're definitely not normal. We're definitely weirdos, but 
We're just two, but in the best way, (laughs) in the best way, we're just two people. Um, And I think that these memories are going to showcase our humanness and just that this is not some kind of like premeditated giant thing. It's just, it's what we do. Yeah. And teaching is a huge part. Education is a huge part of both of our lives. And so that is what has brought us together. Absolutely. It's the glue that keeps Brave New Teaching together. But then at the same time, we acknowledge and we see in all of you listeners and the rest of the community that like you're full-blown people who probably also really love education, right? Like that's also what brings you here. And so let's uh, let's just Be talk. people. Together. I know, let's, let's be people. Go. So we've talked a little bit about uh, how we thought of the name of Brave New Teaching, but I don't know that we've ever really like dug into how bizarrely that happened. It was really strange. So we're on an app called Voxer. If you don't have it, it's pretty great. It's voice memo, like kind of like a walkie talkie, but then it like records the voice memos. So you can go back and look at them. And in fact, the other day, Amanda was trying to see how far she could go back because we started voice memoing in like 2019. Yes. And I, couldn't, like, I couldn't get back there before. You couldn't get back. Out. But you got it in 2020, which is, I mean, it's solid two years ago. I was listening to messages from April of 2020. Like when we, we'll talk about it in a minute about like when we started thinking about curriculum rehab and I listened to a message that I had said, I was like, Marie, I don't know. Like if you really want to be business partners, like I know we're doing this (laughs) podcast, but like, I don't know if you trust me. Like we don't really know each other very well. Like (laughs) you really want to do something this big with me. Like, I don't know. The imposter syndrome was like, honey. Well, so when we were trying and I'm, we were trying, trying to remember what some of our earlier names for the podcast were. Like, I kind of remember something, they were literary, like they were all kind of punny or like somehow literary, but we were, we were like brave new education, brave, like, or like bold, like all these plays on brave new world. And we finally were just like, it's just brave new teaching. Like that's it. But the, the back and forth was for like four solid days of like 20 uh, messages a day. What about this one? Well, what about this one? And then we would circle back. And so it was the most ridiculous brainstorm because it was so unproductive. <laughs> and then it was the logo. That was a whole nother. Yes. Which overthinking will change the logo soon when we have a picture of us together. We don't have a single picture of us together. No, not one. Oh my we, God. Every picture you've ever seen of us together have been selfies that we had to merge together on Canva. Yeah. No, I'm just thinking like, Which no, we don't have a single one wonder, and that's it. But we're not even next to each other in it. No, we're like separated we by multiple people. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Okay. Well, so yeah. right when we were putting together the podcast, we like wanted to do something fun because the podcast, the first episode dropped like two and a half, three weeks into uh, the COVID-19 pandemic. So everybody was in quarantine. It was a very scary time. And we were like, well, maybe we can lighten it up with something that's community building and fun. And we had this whole idea of like <laughs> elf on the shelf, but like not Christmas. And we were like, well, what do we like? We like Shakespeare. Oh, Shakespeare on a shelf. The bard on a bench. Like we like. <laughs> and then we were like, hey, what's this going to look like? Does everybody have to like buy a stuffed Shakespeare and then like yes. put it on a shelf and take a pic? Like it was this whole okay, so convoluted. Then, okay, we were gonna do photo challenges. We were going to yeah. 
we were going to photograph our stuffed Shakespeare's like as book covers or scenes from novels. Like we were going to have Shakespeare floating in a pool, you know, bleeding out, you know, like Gatsby and like you have to guess the book. Our first idea in our first idea, oh, we were going to do like a collab post with like a bunch of different people. Like the way that like you kind of used to do that, that has totally gone by the wayside. And our first idea, friends, on this document where we were coming up with ideas for like, what are some fun scenes that we could reenact? I had an idea for the cornucopia from Hunger Games, like where everybody dies. And hers was Shakespeare laying upside down in a pool being Gatsby bleeding out. Like what? Why in the world was this what we thought was going to be uplifting and fun for our brand new audience that we were trying to cultivate? It never happened. (laughs) Like, Do you guys want to join our community that we're building? We recreate tragic, violent scenes in a real, in a really flippant and um, and disrespectful way. (laughs) So that never happens. So that was that was a minute. And then, if you'd like to see that happen, please send us a message. Yeah, let us know if that's something you're into. I'll get back on that. If you want me to recreate these moments i will yeah god there's something wrong with us well there's nothing like the first recordings though of this of this podcast so we're working through our list of 20 we're on number three right now and that was the first set of recordings that marie and i ever did together like how do you record a podcast with someone across the country from you how do you know when that person's gonna stop talking or start talking and yeah do you use an outline do you write it out verbatim how the heck does this work i just met you what do you do when your 40-minute free trial of Zoom expires? Well, you hang up and start a new call, and then you have 40 more minutes. <laughs> oh, my God. Yep. It was very awkward and funny. And then when we were recording our first episodes, we've said this before, Amanda had strep throat, yep. and I had a sinus infection or something. Like, we were both down for the count. So sick. Recording our first episodes of Brave New Teaching. And then, like, we listen back to them and we're like, these have to be horrible. And we're like, oh, that actually flowed kind of nicely. <laughs> like, oh, who knew? I can feel it though. I can feel yeah. it in my voice, like how hard we were pushing through. No, it's true. And like, I kind of remember the feeling of like, just keep talking as fast as you can before the Zoom timer like goes. Because yes, for some yes. reason, paying the $14.99 was like too much. Like I was yeah. just not going to be able to do that when we were recording on a Zoom call. We're going to invest in a podcast, but we're we're going to try to cut corners on recording time. <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't know, man. And we recorded, we did record with an outline at first. I was very set on two in that first episode, reading out loud that passage from Brave New World. You really still, wanted to. Yeah. I've done that a couple of times in the podcast. Like when I do like these little mini read alouds, like I still love that because I love being read too. But I remember reading that passage and I remember thinking, this is too long. I, like, <laughs> I, I remember this from school. Like when you choose a close reading passage, that's too long. Like, you know better, Amanda, but those were amazing. Like that was when we really started to find each other and our trust in each other because it wasn't that hard for us to feel each other out. It wasn't that bad. No, it's true. Well, and actually, I mean, you said at the beginning of this episode, this wasn't going to have anything to do with teaching, but it totally does. Because when you start something new, like you start a new lesson, you start a new career as an educator, right? You're starting a new instructional practice, whatever it is. You just got to try stuff. And just trying stuff can be kind of scary because 
generally speaking, a lot of people like to know what they're getting into before they start, right? Or they want to know how it's going to go, or they want to know how to troubleshoot. And you just can't know how to troubleshoot until you've experienced it. And that's very much starting this partnership and this venture and like just trying stuff out. For instance, we have so many ideas that are probably better than Shakespeare on a shelf. Probably. That we like half baked and just completely abandoned. Like we had a whole series of like bingo games. No, it was truth or dare. No, we did a bingo and we actually put that out. Okay, wait, what am I? Okay, no, I'm thinking of, we did a distance learning bingo. That was for student facing where students were learning real life skills and trying to get bingo. And actually my students at the time freaking loved it. It was like. Mine did too. They adored it. Absolutely. It was a graduating class of 2020. They were having such a hard time and they were like learning how to cook at home and like change their oil. And that was very fun. The thing that we started and almost completely created and then totally abandoned was teacher truth or dare. Yeah. No, it's, it's ready to go. We just, we didn't, it was like a PD conversation starter. Yes. Um, And then we were not together and nobody cared for a long time. We made it in survival mode. And everybody got put into lockdown or into um, quarantine. And we were like, well, this would be ill-timed. Like, this is this is insensitive given the time that we're in. Yeah. Because well, we made it in, like, February. Yeah. And we, we were, made yeah. It. I mean, maybe maybe we'll do Truth or Dare this summer, guys. What do you think? <laughs> kind of <maybe>. fun? <laughs> well, speaking of all those things, you know, we also had been building the TPT conference was supposed to be in Chicago. In 2020. 2020, yeah. So Marie was going to come visit. We weren't going to have anything to present at that point, uh, but we were just going to hang out and we were talking about hosting. And I had already messaged people. We were going to rent a space, invite people to come with tickets and record a live show. When we were three months into creating a podcast. Like I think back and I'm like, that seems like a, a, a large load to to carry now, and we're two years into a podcast. Oh my god, we were I like contacted places. I know. Like I already made a reservation, and then we were going to interview people that were coming into town for the conference. Like a lot of the people that we've interviewed since then, we're going to totally. be there. We were, we were going to have them do like a panel. But Marie and I also were like in another life event planners, so we were both jiving on that idea. True, we were yes. we were well, we were like, there's going to be an open bar. There's gonna be- It's going to be at a bookstore so that we can all just like read and talk and record podcasts. Uh, But you could just, I mean, you know, the things that you do for your classroom, right? That you're like, this is a great idea. And then you start to think about doing it with students, even though it's almost completely, it's like 95% of the way fleshed out. And then you get in front of students and you're like, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to moonwalk back behind. Although I did. I had recruited my husband to be the bouncer because we didn't have any people coming in, you know, that were scallywags. We no, we really, were so sure this was going to be a huge hit. <laughs> it was, we really wanted to make sure that you had to be on the list. So, <laughs> and, and it's not like we're a good bouncer. He's really, he's got a very, my husband is an amazing human, but he has got resting bitch face for days. I mean, he, if you saw him across the room, you think he's probably killed someone. But then, which I and, say with love. And, and granted, also to be clear, I've obviously only met Amanda in person once. So like her husband, I've only talked to like literally through her, probably one of the nicest people on the planet. 
But his face says, don't even no. get at me. <laughs> no. It just says no. So if you need a bouncer and you're in the city, let me know. That's, you know, that would have been a really fun party. And we are not doing that this summer, by the way. We had thought no. about it, but we just have too much to catch up on that it's we can't. too much. It's, and we're just excited to see people and see each other yes. and, like, just be. Uh, do you remember the very first uh, workshop we did? I do. Connecting do. across the distance. We, and I bet, I want to hear from those of you who are listening yes. who Ooh, attended this workshop with us because we were like, listen, the biggest thing that is missing right now is the classroom feel from our classrooms. So let's help some of our colleagues out there. We did like a masterclass workshop yes. called Connecting Across the Distance. And we were like, oh, this will be great. We can do this a few times. And then we never did it again. But we did it that one time and it was great. It was. And then we just never did it again. Well, it fizzled into our next conversation, which was, I think curriculum rehab needs to happen. Because you and I had had this conversation ongoing for a long time. And then finally, like, I remember I was driving, I was boxing you. And I was thinking like, man, like Marie had a dream to create a course. And I, I had a dream for a course, but I decided that I would never do it alone. I just couldn't, it was too much work. It was too hard. Mm-hmm. And then we started describing the same thing. And I thought, wait a second. I was sitting outside of my mom and dad's house and the kids were in the pool, I think with my mom and dad. And I was like over talking to you on the phone and like explaining my idea for a course. And it was just one of those moments where Amanda goes, hold on a minute. I'm about to share a document with you. And it was a document from like 2017 or 2018. And it was verbatim, almost verbatim, all of the like point by point anyways, all of the things I had just described. And we're like, well, I guess we're making something. It was serendipitous. And we were both in a place where we're like, I feel like more people could maybe use this. It would be- yeah. It's, it's one of those things, right? Like as educators, like we know, we know what we're doing to the point where we feel super, super comfortable. Like you get to, you know, you start to figure out your strengths and where your gaps are and whatever, like you, you know, when you've hit your stride as an educator and like, we both knew we had hit our strides as classroom teachers, We just were unsure as it's the same sort of like social media thing. Like, who wants to listen to this? We were like, who wants to listen to us? Explain things. You do get a lot of like unsuredness and you get really second guessy. But like, here we are. Well, here, and I think what we had talked about with curriculum rehab was this idea that I feel like you and I in the classroom had been given so much PD in fragments, you know, we, and we, and I think you all listeners are in the same boat, right? You get PD here, there, some is Mm -hmm. good, some is okay. Some is not good, but what you thought of while someone else was talking was really good. And you're just kind of piecing it all together. And I was like, Marie, I think we have the big picture here for people. And I think that we can show people how to take all these pieces and put them together into something comprehensive. So we should do it. And that's, and that's, if you haven't checked it out yet, that's what, that's what curriculum rehab is. I mean, we talk about it a lot. Yes. It's our course. It's, it's what keeps this podcast going financially. Um, and we we love your support. Like we're not going to be shy about that, but it is something that we, it's not a snake and oil scheme. It's not some kind of random <laughs> piece of PD. It's it's about piecing together the things that feel like they've been fragmented before and into a holistic approach to your 
real life classroom. And it, it was born, it was made, and we've had almost, I don't know, close to 400 or 500 people go through it so far. More than 500. More we're getting, we're, we're getting close to six. Yeah. So exciting. Well, and it's something that we really do truly, it's, it's methodology and strategies that we really believe in as classroom teachers. And it's like boots on the ground. And Amanda said it many times, like the best professional development for instruction for curriculum design is going to be by teachers for teachers because come on, like how could it not be? And that is very much the root of pretty much everything we do here is like we, first of all, we would never presume to say we know exactly how you feel, but like we get it as much as we can because we're in the same boat to a certain extent as many of you out there. And I, I, from the call-ins that you'll hear today on this episode and because we're going to kind of close out with like, so we can hear from some of our friends. Um, We have just a few more of our favorite moments. And then we're going to get into some of your voices because you are what make us a community period. But like, it's that transparency and just being able to like find moments of connection. That's why this works. And that's why it's a thing at all, because it's such an isolating, potentially isolating place to be is in a classroom, which sounds so counterintuitive, but it is. Well, we love being your buffer, right? We do. We do. Well, yeah, we've both had really, really high highs in the classroom and really, really low lows in the classroom and everywhere in between. So like, if we can be there for somebody else, that's the whole point, right? You guys have heard us talk about Flat Shakespeare so many times, but to like really hear where Flat Shakespeare came from and like what else we wanted to call him is just, it's just very us. It's very Marie and Amanda Bravey teaching. Was Flat Shakespeare like a later, like an evolution of Shakespeare on a shelf? Yes. So basically, basically like, and we, but we had talked about like, is it a famous author? Is it a poet? Is it a, and like, we could not get away from the idea of Shakespeare because Shakespeare is the most read author in the English language, right? Like that's an, Hello, obviously we have two full festivals on Shakespeare and in like, (laughs) it's obviously somebody that we think is pretty groovy, but we were like, what do we call him? Do we call him like Billy the Bard? Do we call him Flat Willie? And that one got us. Flat Willie was my favorite. Flat Flat Willie had us cackling for like, at first just had us cackling because it sounded funny. Then we like really thought about bringing that into a high school classroom and being like, this is flat willy and like doing that with a straight face. (laughs) And then, yeah, flat Shakespeare and he's basically flat Stanley, but in bard form. I still get pictures. People still tag us uh, when they do their Shakespeare units with pictures of flat Shakespeare on vacation and going places. And it's like, it's so awesome. I I will repost them every single time. Um, My students who I've had, my students who I had two years ago have flat Shakespeare in their binders. Some of them, because they're like coming (laughs) back. They're like, remember I gave him face tats. And I'm like, I do remember. (laughs) I do. Oh yeah. He's all tatted up. Good old. You know, Flat Shakespeare. Ah, oh, so good. Was hey, really remember good. remember that one time, Amanda, that we uh, were launching Curriculum Rehab and we were doing our masterclass and you and your yep. entire family had COVID? I remember all of that. Do you? 30, 30 <laughs> days. I remember every <laughs> single day. Um, you and I shared a closeness 
that <laughs> will never, I mean, when you need to rely on someone because you have COVID, there is nothing like it. I mean, Marie got it later, but like we were like in the thick it of was November of 2020. It, there were no vaccines. Yeah. There were, I mean, it was, my husband got pneumonia. Like it was really scary, but we were like, we had 250 people signed up to come to our live down with the reading quiz masterclass. And I was not going to miss it. And so I was at every one half alive <laughs> and you all were there and so nice. And like, you were so yeah. nice to me and so kind. And I was, you know, my brain was dead, but man, Marie was Talk about ride or die. That was, that was our ride or die moment. Well, and like, I just remember going, oh, wow, she like really trusts me. This is awesome. Like that was, I remember feeling that like so, I just felt that so strongly. And I was like, yeah, yeah, hell yeah, I'm going to pick up this slack. Like, of course I will. Like, because I knew you, you would do it for me too. Like I knew it. And I just also remember feeling so heartwarmed because I felt like a train wreck. I was like, how do I do all the tech? And I only have two hands and I only have my one little computer screen. And Amanda is kind of dying over there. Like high, high fever. Couldn't talk without coughing. Uh, Yeah. Like, oh, and our audience was so amazing. Like talk about, talk about the like amazing heart of teachers. Like they were just like, take your time. We're good. Yeah. It's okay. And we had a couple of those that were like kind of middle of the day on a Saturday and the kids wouldn't go down to sleep. I think Hugo yeah. came to a couple of our Q, a couple of our Q and a sessions and it was interrupted and oh my gosh, it was what a nightmare. But it just, and it was, I mean, Amanda and I were so worried about like coming off as unprofessional and all of the teachers there were just like, we get it. We're in our jammies too. It's fine. <laughs> like it was so cool. Yeah, it was. And to, and just to know that like, we can all share expertise and like share what we know and are good at in such a open and calm way is like where I think education needs to go. Yes. I think that's where we need to go. Yeah. Also, we should talk more about picture books in the high school classroom. Oh, hundred percent. One of my favorite things we have done is a uh, lesson that actually, if you don't already have this, you can get this for free on bravenewteaching.com. If you head to the show notes, we'll have it linked there. It's a lesson using cloudy with a chance of meatballs. And there is a video that I like, I taught the lesson to my class and recorded that. And I've got a whole like breakdown of how it went, but it's a lesson that Amanda designed and we have it as like a introductory kind of activity that goes along with a lot of the stuff we do with dystopia. So it's part of our dystopia festival, but we have the lesson for free there. It's just a really cool. It was one of those moments where we really like jived, like we've definitely written activities together, but like it was one of the first lessons that you and I just kind of like spitball went back and forth and it came together in like 10 minutes. Like it was just, it was a cool, in a couple of weeks, we're going to be starting a whole series on collaboration. So we'll probably talk about this again, the moments of just knowing like, yep. And then this, and then like it just built and built and built. And it was a cool collaborative moment. And then it came out with a lot of teachers have had a lot of success just taking that and even adapting it to a different book or to a different idea, whatever. It's really cool. Yeah, it was fun because people ask us a lot of times, like, what are some ideas for gateways? Like, how do you introduce that essential question? Like, how do you do it like differently each unit? And yeah. that was such a fun way to, you know, to launch a dystopia unit is, you know, you really get the kids guessing in the wrong direction and then uh-huh. boom, slam them the other way. Well, pay them. There well, you go. 
Yes. And and we came up with it together and like Amanda was able to do like pieces of it. And then I brought it into my classroom and then we melded all of our materials and it really benefited like hundreds of classrooms, which was cool. It's a little cool. All right. We have to, we have to start wrapping up. I'm so sad because we could do this all day. I know. We have, okay. We have one more of our favorites and then the rest we will list out and like talk about in our show notes. But when we were first, cr- <laughs> those of you who have been through curriculum rehab, we want you to go back into your user dashboard and go to the very end. And there is a video called bloopers or like blooper reel. I can't remember what I called it. It is the two of us. Like your gut is going to say, were they drinking? Were they, we were, not, were they, were they on something? No, we were high on life. I tell you, just being so silly. And like, it's, it was, this was the moment that I really let Amanda see some of the depths of my weird. And she like loved it. And she like, she met me right there, like took my energy and matched it. And I was like, mm, I'm in love with you. <laughs> Um, I wonder if we can pull some of that audio to like uh, at the end of this episode, like after we hear from our friends. No! I mean, it, it's really embarrassing. Yeah. Especially yeah. Marie. Yeah. God, no. <laughs> There's a lot of faces, a lot of voice impressions. It's, it's entirely amazing. Yeah. And then we put it into like our professional PD course. <laughs> Which I'm now completely we maintain the fact that we are different from all other PD on the completely internet. regretting right now. Listen, oh. PD with Amanda and Marie is not this like stiff nonsense we get in other places. It's not <laughs> it's certainly true. It's it not. might be nonsense, but it's just not very stiff. You know what? <laughs> Send this episode to your principal and say, we want Amanda and Marie at our school. Listen to <laughs> how much we learned in this last 40 minutes. Absolutely. Uh, friends, we're not completely done, but the two of us are going to stop with our back and forth for now. We have got some friends who called in and just shared a little bit of how, what Brave New Teaching has meant to them or done for them. And we could not appreciate them more. We could not appreciate you all more. We love being able to share your voices. So we want to share those with you right now. And then we will be right back with you at the end to say goodbye. Let's get started. Oh, my Lanta. Congratulations on 100 episodes. I'm just over here fangirling, listening to every episode, many of them on repeat two or three times. I think that what makes it so great and makes me and others want to listen to you on repeat is how it's just so light. It's so humorous. It's real. It's raw. It's funny. We're not over here stressing and taking notes on what do I need to do better as a teacher, but it's more of a conversation, which is fantastic. I think my favorite episodes, if I can narrow them down, were the discussion series, obviously the reading choice, uh, choice reading episodes, and down with the reading quiz. Game changer, absolutely. I want to say thank you for putting all your energy into this wonderful podcast and bringing teachers new ideas and twists and turns on things that we may not even know that we need. Thank you. Hi, Amanda and Marie. This is Lisa from Germany. And uh, I cannot actually put into words how much the Brain Teaching Podcast has 
helped me and shaped me in becoming a teacher in my first year. I keep re-listening to your episodes and keep going back to the top when I finished the last episode because I just enjoy the feeling of hanging out with you, your great ideas and thoughts, the concepts that you're pushing. Um, I've signed up to the Curriculum Rehab project because I just feel like it's there's so much value in both the podcast and anything else that you're doing that I truly enjoy and I'm so thankful for everything that you're sharing, everything that you're doing and even texting you directly and helping or asking for help for any thoughts on teaching is always a great thing to do because you're so welcoming and so nice and always kind of give your ideas. It's so great. Thank you so much and happy 100th. Hi, everybody. This is Aviva Stern. I have been teaching for 12 years, English among other things. And I am so thrilled that Brave New Teaching exists. Amanda and Marie have really put into words and into practice something which I believe in so strongly as a teacher. And that is that I never want to hear my students say, why are we learning this? I don't want that to be a question. I want them to know. I want them to get it, right? We learn things to be better humans, to be contributors to society, to out of curiosity, out of, out of love and excitement. And I always knew this, but didn't always succeed in putting it into practice. And what Brave New Teaching brings to the teaching world, to the education community, are practical tools, inquiry, essential questions, how to make the learning matter, how to make it relevant, how to make kids excited about what they're doing in school. And so Amanda, Marie, congratulations on 100 episodes. Such fun to hear you guys each week. And best of luck. Keep it coming. We are here for more Brave New Teaching. Hey, it's Annalisa here from the team at Parlay. And your series on class discussions is obviously our favorite. Just the way that you break down all the different nuances of class discussion is so incredibly helpful for teachers as they're building out their own discussion protocols and what works best for their students. But overall, we've just been so inspired by the Brave New Teaching podcast and the community that you've built of energized teachers who are leveling it up like one episode at a time. So keep doing what you're doing because we absolutely love it. Hello, Amanda and Marie. Congratulations on your 100th episode. I am so glad that you two met and connected at Keeping the Wonder and I so appreciate everything you do for the teaching community. You're both just so fun and so full of knowledge. And just thank you for putting it out there for us to be able to listen to. And thank you for everything you do. Congratulations. Bye. Hi, Marie and Amanda. I just wanted to say thank you so much for all of your ideas around Shakespeare and assessment my department member and I in particular have enjoyed implementing the Sesame Street quizzes as reading checks. They've replaced our uh, multiple choice quizzes that we were never really huge fans of anyway. And so they lead to a lot more depth and discussion around the concepts that we are hoping the students pick up from their reading. So that has been a huge shift in our teaching thanks to you. 
I don't know if we can begin to explain how like overwhelmingly amazing it is to hear from people who we like really, really respect as educators in general. And then just to know that like the community that we have been working really hard to build and to like foster has meant so much to other people is really heartwarming and amazing. So thank you again to all of you who called in. We love you. We love you so much. And we hope that we can continue partnering with other businesses, other teachers, other schools, and just keep reaching out into the world to make education a great place. It's been a hard couple of years and we've seen some ugly sides of what is going on in the world and in education. But we are here because we believe that it can be and will be better. And it's going to come from the ground up. We know that. We just know that it's going to be us. We're going to figure out how to get there by taking care of ourselves, by working smarter and not harder, by going through best practice and being really cognizant of the big picture. And I think together we can really continue to do amazing things. Absolutely. And I do have to say, like, transparent moment, this has been one of the hardest years of my career in a lot of ways. I mean, and for a lot of the same reasons as everybody else. And even just I'm just going through one of those and moments like today are what have helped me keep perspective, not always, but find perspective again, and keep going. So when I say thank you, I truly do mean like, personally, thank you to you, Amanda, and to everybody else. Like, thank you very much. Friends, this has been episode 100 if you can even, because we literally can't even, okay? Literally, I literally. can't. I like literally can't even. And uh, thank you guys for listening. We're going to stop now. We will see you next time. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs> Thanks again for listening to Brave New Teaching. We'd love to keep the conversation going over on Instagram. And while you're there, check out the links in our bio for the most up-to-date events going on in the Brave New Teaching community. Thanks for being here and have a great week at school.